You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again for a very special episode and interview that we're going to bring to you today with another cast member from uh, one of the three main TV shows that we're covering here. Today we're speaking with Manny Perez, who played Manny Santiago in the sixth season of Third Watch. Only in it for ten episodes. Uh, never a main cast member, but was a fairly prominent side character towards the end of the show. And uh, great chat here with Manny about his time on the show, working with Tia Texada. Know how to officially pronounce her name, and I don't obviously have to uh, guess whether uh, it's Texada or Tahada. And uh, basically how he was cast on the show, uh, what it was like hearing about it being cancelled, his favourite storylines, working with Wycliffe Jean, uh, and just some great stuff here in regards to Third Watch, including also confirming uh, sort of an area where uh, a film location where they've talked about on the show previously was filmed, um, which you'll understand when you listen to it if you obviously listen to our Third Watch episodes, uh, and also talks a little bit about his time on Homeland and being in a Will Smith film clip, a couple of little random little tidbits there. I will mention right now, though, for our Third Watch listeners, that obviously at the time of uh, releasing this, uh, we are about halfway through the second season, so we are kind of nowhere near meeting Manny yet in terms of it if you are watching it. Uh, in order, but uh, there will be some spoilers in relation to some events that do happen at the end of season six. Uh, so if you are watching in order with us, do not wish to be spoiled. Uh, I probably would recommend not listening to this interview until you're up to that bit. Uh, however, if you don't mind being spoiled, you're aware of what happens in the uh, end of the show six season, then by all means, please listen because this is a great chat and you deserve to listen. So without further ado, here is my chat with actor Manny Perez. <laughs> It's a pleasure to be able to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, an actor who has appeared in several TV shows and films over the years, and to our listeners, might be best known as playing the role of Manny Santiago in the TV show Third Watch, of course, which we are covering right now. I do, of course, speak of the one, the only, Mr. Manny Perez. Manny, welcome here to the Oz Network today. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. Really a pleasure. Looking forward to it. It's a pleasure to speak to you because um, we're we're starting to get a few sort of people involved in Third Watch here on the show because I think we've discovered we're basically the only podcast in the world that knows that this show ever existed because um, (laughs) it's it's basically my favourite TV show of all time and... It's kind of I've always been a passion project of mine to be able to find people to talk about the show. We've managed to do that. At least at the time of recording this, we're about halfway through, so we're not even actually up to your season. Of course, you appeared in the, basically the last 10 or so episodes of the show. But uh, is, this, is this a show, I guess, before you ever got cast on it? Were you aware of it? Did you watch it? I mean, kind of, were you even familiar with anything before this, this role of uh, Manny Santiago was presented to you? No, yeah, no, I was very aware of it. You know, the show was a was a major hit in in United States, New York City, where 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 it was shot. So I was very aware of it. Actually, Bobby Cannavale was a friend of mine who was in the show the first, I guess, the first four seasons or so. Ah, uh, first like one and, and a um, half seasons, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, he then he moved over to. This other show that I was doing at the time called 100 Center Street, the Sydney Lumet show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so when he moved over, I was like, well, what happened to uh, Third Watch? He's like, oh, it's still running, but now, you know, I moved on, but it's still running. So I was like, oh, okay, great. But I was a big fan of the show. I watched it. You know, I used to watch it all the time. So, uh, um, yeah, I was very aware of it. Very aware. So how, how did the role come to you? I mean, was this something that... I guess, was being out there offered and you, uh, I guess, auditioned for it? Was it presented to you by your agent? I mean, how kind of do you come across this role that you eventually went to play on the show? 
Well, it's crazy, you know, again, at the time, I was doing 100 Centistry. So when 100 Centistry got uh, canceled via A&E Network, mm-hmm. um, by the way, 100 Centistry also played in Australia, and it was a, like a major hit in Australia, I was told, but I'm not too familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so when, when I finished that gig, um, there was this role in Third Watch that they uh, wanted to see me. So I go in and I read audition as they call it and then i left and i was like oh well, i don't know if it's gonna happen and then they called me say hey man we're gonna give we want to make you an offer i'm like oh sure let's do it and then uh and that's how i got the, that's how i got the part by audition i did the whole the whole thing you know mm. it's i mean it's interesting obviously with your role because i mean you legitimately come in into the second half of the the final season you're basically in i think 10 of the last 11 episodes of of the show so i i can imagine that First of all, coming into a show at that point of its run, you know, that deep into the series, um, you know, is obviously, you know, different to if you were, say, in the first season. And was this, at this point, was it aware that the show was cancelled and this was basically going to be the final few episodes? Or was it still up in the air at that point, do you remember? Not at all. They were actually talking to me because they were thinking about bringing me back as a regular. Right. Uh, uh so I was not, so when they got canceled, I was like, what, what happened? <laughs> and um, I really don't know why it got canceled, you know. It was such a weird, uh, 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 weird time because I, I had no idea. I thought the show was really, I really thought it was kicking ass at the time and it was doing amazing things at the time. Mm. So I have no idea why, why it got canceled, you know. Yeah, um, very so sad. <laughs> very awkward. But, but when I came in, you know, I came in at the right time because, uh, I thought the character of Santiago, you know, he um, he um, he really helped out the character of my partner because my partner was sort of hated by many uh, by by her way of of being such a hardcore cop. Mm-hmm. And then you had this guy who was a partner, and he sort of made her sweet. Um, you know, that's what I th- that's what I was told by people who really watched the show and we're big fans of the show you know yeah it's it's so interesting obviously yeah when you're working with crews of course uh now how how do exactly. i pronounce tia's last name I, I don't want to butcher this many because i'm terrible at pronouncing names but is it tahada texada how, how do i say that texada texada all right cool i wanted to just confirm that to make sure that i i'm pronouncing it correctly on the show but um yeah i i remember um you know this is kind of sort of the days when we still had like websites like jump the shark these sort of forum things you know pre-social media days but i remember just the hatred that Cruz kind of got from third watch fans and how despised she was amongst the fans and i for one always loved her i always really appreciated her character but when yeah as soon as you sort of came into the show this is kind of like when she's basically uh she's sick she's obviously you know um not going to really make it and kind of you were sort of like yeah pretty much the first character in the entire run to really i guess try and be a friend to her i mean she kind of had a few of those along the way but you legitimately your character was that you know friendly to her so i mean were you were you a fan of the crew's character having watched the show i mean kind of did you get the the backlash and were you kind of glad that she's finally getting i guess humanized even though it's right at the end of the show well what's crazy is you know what's crazy is that um i was not aware that her character was such a such a badass character I was not aware at all and when they hired me they only hired me for two episodes and then all of a sudden 
uh, they said, you're coming back. And I'm like, really? They're coming back? And they gave me like 10 episodes. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so, and the reason why they kept coming back was because my character was sort of, again, and they sort of liked that chemistry. But prior to that, they brought other actors to be her partners. And somehow it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, so, but somehow, you know, Cruz and Santiago, there was a chemistry happening there that really worked for, worked out for her character and for her storyline a lot, which helped. Yeah, 100%, you know? bro, 100% agree. The chemistry was great. And what was it, like, had you worked with Tia before? Uh, or has, it was this kind of like your first sort of interactions with her when you got to work with her? No, that was my first time working with her. I actually, I knew of her work, but I'd never worked with her as an actor. Or as a, I never met her before, prior to those, to being on set. And um, we just hit it off. You know, we just hit it off and, and, and it worked out just great. But no, I, I had no idea, uh, uh, you know, about her as, as persona or prior to, you know, being on set. Mm. And I mean, you, you thrown into it, you're talking about those first two episodes that you were sort of, I guess, initially cast for. I mean, you're thrown basically straight into a, a terrorism sort of storyline, I remember, and it was kind of, you know, very full on and just, I mean, season six, obviously extremely action packed, but... I mean, it, it exactly. what is it like playing, I guess, sort of this anti-crime sort of cop? Because I'm, I'm sure, I guess, along the, the years you've been involved in sort of other shows where you, you're playing sort of law enforcement uh, agents. But, I mean, was this kind of a different style that you had played before, kind of this anti-crime style of cop rather than, say, just like a uniformed officer or something along those lines? Well, you know what's tricky is that, you know, with, with his character, I've always played bad guys. Mm-hmm. I have a bad bad guy face i always play crooks the the drug bad cop the bad detective but somehow for this guy um for this character santiago i went in there i said i'm gonna make this guy very just has a great heart um so that's what i play he's trying to get by and he sort of likes his partner he feels for this partner so that's not what i played you know so on set i always uh i was very aware where is this going? Because I never really got all the episodes that started shooting. So that's why I'm like, oh, I'm coming back. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's um, it's tricky. But I, I guess to answer your to answer your question, I, you know, I just played him to be a great guy with a great heart and very giving, and I feel like that really helped um, the storyline a lot. I know with a lot of, particularly the earlier days kind of of the show, several of the actors kind of did things like ride-alongs and obviously worked a lot with sort of the technical team because I, I realised there was a lot of, say, like, NYPD people, uh, you know, FDMI people sort of on set giving sort of directions. Was that still sort of happening in Season 6? Were you sort of interacting with any sort of people within the NYPD that perhaps sort of had that style of, of police and were they, like, giving you advice and kind of tips for that sort of role? Well, yeah, no, prior to, you know, prior to taking that job on Third Watch, I did a lot, a lot of ride around with a lot of friends, cops, friends of my detectives. I live in Washington Heights, and there's the 34, uh, the 34 precinct in Washington Heights. So I hung out there a lot. I hung out also down in 100 Center Street, which is the uh, which is the court system where they do all the arraignments. Mm-hmm. So I sort of knew, was very aware of, of you know what they go through and what they need to, how they hold their guns and all the procedures of, 
you know, I guess if you give me a badge, I could be a cop right now because <laughs> I've done so much research on, on being a cop, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's a little trick. It's a workout. But yeah, I know they, they, we always have someone on set as well. Fantastic. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's obviously, you know, the show completely shot in New York. I mean, as, uh, you know, a New Yorker then basically being aware of the, the city very well. I mean, it must kind of, I mean, what's it like, I guess, working in such a city that you know so well? And I mean, it was just such kind of almost a character of the show, New York across the six seasons, just the way the show was filmed and, you know, not on set and actually in the city. Exactly. No, shooting in New York, I mean, New York becomes part of a, part of a character, you know, and you gotta, and you gotta enjoy the city and you gotta, you know, it's just, it's great to shoot in the city because of that reason. It's just the city becomes a, a, a character within the story. So, um, and it's awesome. Listen, it's always great to, to shoot in Queens, in Brooklyn, in the Bronx. I mean, we shot on location. We shot on, I remember shooting, I think it was episode eight or nine. We were shooting out in uh, in uh, in Brooklyn somewhere. I think it was I want to say Red Hook when Red Hook when Red Hook was bad or Benson. It was really uh, it was down in Brooklyn. There was a, we were shooting a, a scene and down the block from us there was a shootout. We were like, wow. oh crap, this is going down down the block from us. <laughs> so it's uh, it always it's the beautiful beautiful thing about New York City. Wow, know? wow, there you go. Yeah, I actually um. To show my fandom of the show, Manny, when I first went to New York, I actually tracked down the uh, the location where the street was, where the firehouse was on one side, and obviously the, the precinct was on the other side, and uh, basically worked it all out, Google Maps found it, and, uh, you know, had to go get a photo of it, and just kind of be there in that situation, um, and it's it's really incredible, I think, from an Australian's perspective, you know, my first visit to, to the city, and obviously New York itself is just such an incredible place to visit, but um, to kind of feel... Just like I was in the show, because like even in that whole area uh, of Queens where that was, it was just it just legitimately feels like you can tell where they've shot it. It just that's just that vibe, and um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just such an incredible place. And I just yeah, as you were saying, like just imagine just how much fun it is to just shoot that rather than just like it's being cooped up in a studio all day. Exactly, you know, it's yeah, and it's it's fun to be on it's it's fun to be on location. I mean, that's what makes it worth shooting in New York. Um, you know, when I've done shows in LA, it just becomes boring because mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a it's a studio, and it's not the same thing as like, hey, I'm down the block from where I went to high school. Or I'm down the block where my cousin lives, or uh, we're shooting where there's a shootout or where there there's a raid happening. You know, it's something interesting about that that yeah. gives it life. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely can imagine when when you I guess the cast found out that the show was no not long going to be renewed and it was obviously going to be cancelled. Does how does that change the vibe of of a cast? Because obviously from that point on, I, I'm sure everybody's working towards an end. You know, I'm sure the writers, everybody's kind of you know trying to come up with relevant endings for the, for the characters. But as as an actor, does that does that change anything in the way you play the character? I mean, are you kind of trying to put that in the back of your mind that this is no longer going to be a thing after a while? I mean, how, how does that affect it from that point on? Well, the sad thing is, I don't think any one of us knew. I didn't know. I really thought we were coming back for uh, season seven. It happened during the uh, during the uh, the break. And I was like, oh, really? I mean, maybe, you know, TNU and the others... I, I I spoke to her. She's like, no, I was not aware at all. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it was a little tricky why they canceled. I think it was the network that canceled it. Honestly, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But you know, but um, but no, I've never been in a situation where 
the show's been canceled and uh, and we know about it, or the show's not coming back and we know about it. That's never happened. It's just that's gonna be weird as an actor to say, okay, well, wow, they, they're gonna cancel the show. We have three more episodes to do. Like, how do we, you know, how do you work that out? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I think kind of, I, I guess you basically came into the storyline, of course, with Cruz uh, around sort of the whole Marcel Hollison, of course, played by uh, Wycliffe Jean. I mean. How was that? I mean, I don't know if you were, were you a fan of his music, were you a fan of kind of him in general? Because I mean, obviously, to get someone kind of 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 that nature to kind of play this badass sort of gangster guy who kind of went on to be the big bad of that season, I mean, that must have been interesting in itself. Dude, that was such a, 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 a an amazing ride because I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. And when he came in, I'm like, oh, he's playing the bad dude. Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> and he was fun. He was really fun. And he's a, actually a very amazing guy and amazing actor like very natural you know he's not trying he's just trying to be which is great to see that on on set and um yeah so he was great Uh, so i I had an amazing time with that dude and i was like man this guy needs to work more as an actor because he's really good yeah it's he had such like a calmness to the role which just i mean that to me always whenever i'm watching a a show or a movie and you've kind of got a villain who's just overly calm and that that just creeps me out and i just i just love the way he kind of portrayed that and like he would have his rage moments of course but then it's just the way he kind of did it and i mean i kind of wasn't overly that familiar with a lot of his work kind of when he when i first saw it but um you know, obviously, you know, extremely familiar with everything now, uh, you know, that I've grown up and I guess, you know, paid attention to the world, many. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, there was just something about that, that whole storyline that just, it really made it interesting. Cause that, I guess, eventually was kind of what was the demise of Cruz, wasn't it? I mean, she basically blew herself up to take him out. And that's kind of how she went out in the finale. Exactly. Exactly. Which, uh, and I thought he did that again, you know, that, mellowness that he came that he that he brought to that character was great mm-hmm. i was like well i like this dude i like this bad guy you know yeah really cool bad guy, and uh it was great now I, the one thing that i i really like about the finale too of course is is the little final five minute little montage which kind of wraps up all the characters and of course uh with with your character you kind of they they mention about what happened to Cruz, you know uh, how she was possibly awarded the Medal of Honor, and then we kind of see this shot of you just laying the the rose on a grave, and they're saying, you know, uh, skips out as you know monologue at the end is basically, you know, yes, you're leaving a, ro- a rose on the grave, sort of at the uh, end uh, every day. I mean, I guess kind of for somebody you've in this show for basically ten episodes, you've got this whole wrap up montage with the showing all the main cast from you know six seasons of what they're up to. Did it kind of feel a bit special then that you were at least involved in that final wrap up montage? I guess where. You know, as I said, this is kind of how all the main characters turn out, but you were never officially a main cast member, but you're still kind of involved in such an important part of how this show ended. Well, that's why it was such a heartbreaker for me when the show ended. You know, when they when I'm like, well, they're not coming back. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Man, because that moment when, you know, when I read that script, that last script, and I see that my character's, you know, placing a rose, I was like, oh, Lord, this is going to be a heartbreaker, man. And, uh... <laughs> And it was. It was a jawbreaker. But yeah, so they gave me that, you know, that uh, for me it was an honor to sort of be put in that cast that's been around for six years. And then I come in and I'm the new guy who's only done 10 episodes. And they sort of put me in that, you know, in, the, in that stage with these great guys. So I was like, oh, man, this is such an honor. So, um, yeah, I had a, it was, when I read that that final script, I'm like, wow, this is great. Mm. 
you know? Yeah. The one thing that I, I'm always intrigued about, because that grave site, I, I, I'd love to know where that's filmed, because basically the headstone that they, they use there and, you know, have Maritza Cruz written on it, it actually randomly appeared in an episode recently of Shades of Blue, the the Jennifer Lopez, uh, Ray Liotta show. There was a shot where Ray Liotta's character was in a graveyard, and you can clearly see the gravestone of Maritza Cruz. And this is, a, I guess, a show that's filmed basically 10 years later after Third Watch has finished. So really? was this, was this like a, is this a place where a lot of TV shows film grave scenes like this in New York? Or is this a regular graveyard where maybe they've just left this behind? Do you remember where that was? Yeah, yeah no. No, they usually shoot on locations. Like really, like that graveyard, I remember, was out in Queens. Mm-hmm. So they usually shoot in different, you know, they they usually shoot and uh, and they tried to, uh, I guess that that grave that cemetery is 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 film friendly, so they go to that one. Mm. But they usually, you know, they usually shop around for different cemetery. But it's that's interesting that you notice that. Well, it's it was it was pointed out to me and kind of it's one of these things. I'm like, oh, that can't be right. Like, surely, you know, that was a prop and they just removed it straight away after filming. But yeah, there's an episode. It's clear as day. You can see it. Like, it's not even like a thing you've got to look in the background. It's pretty much front and center of camera. And it's it's oh, it's, wow. it's amazing. And I, I'm pretty sure in one of our rewatch episodes, uh, when you mentioned Bobby Cannavale, when his character was killed off, a, a season later, Kim Raver's character and Amy Carson's character go there to sort of, you know, lay flowers on his grave. And it looks very, like, it looks like it's the same graveyard that they use later on where you place the rose. So I just... And that's was... probably, yeah, that's, yeah. Maybe, yeah, the reason, because maybe the cemetery is, you know, film-friendly, and they're like, oh, let's go back to that one, because we already, we know the owner or whatever, yeah. you know, we got permission. Blah, blah, blah. And maybe they just basically leave them there as kind of like a tribute to the character. <laughs> you know, like the fans can try and find all these, you know, deceased TV characters in this graveyard somewhere in New exactly. York. They just leave them there. Um, did you Did you have, I mean, obviously, you know, you kind of really had sort of the one ongoing storyline with Cruz, but kind of through the episodes, I guess, that you were in, did you have a sort of a favourite storyline, a favourite episode perhaps that you, that you did on Third Watch? Uh, no, you know... Not really. I uh, not really. I I sort of just had. A, I just enjoyed all the episodes that I was in. To be honest with you, at mm. that time, that job came in handy. So I was like, I'm loving this ride. You know, um, I, I I do remember the the two scenes where one of them I got shot, mm-hmm. and he the character was in. I thought that was interesting when we shot that one, where I'm by. Um, I'm by that I sort of I'm by I was shot in Queens, but I'm outside the car and then I get shot. Yeah, something to that I matter. Think, I think you had like coffee or you had some like food and you kind of returned to the car and you exactly. sort of like held it up and all exactly. of a sudden, bang! There you go, you're down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I remember that. But it was such a while back, you know. Yeah, I wish they get. I actually wish like Netflix could play these episodes so we can watch them again or like put them on itunes or whatever you know hulu whatever they just don't yeah i completely agree because i mean obviously they've only ever released the first two seasons on dvd so kind of a lot of fans just have to acquire them in other in the methods but um yeah it's it's kind of it's it's sad that, that it's not out there because it's it's a show that um yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting when I mentioned about what, what my favourite TV show is. So many people kind of look at me and go, what's that show? You kind of explain it. Like, oh, yeah, I think I remember that one. Um, and it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting. You generally, like, mention the words, oh, it was created by the people who did ER. 
But I, I think even now at this point, Manny, I think people are forgetting that ER was a show. I'm sad. Like, this, I don't know if this is yeah. just how quickly time's going by that, you know, you mentioned his shows now. ER, was that like Grey's Anatomy? And it's like, no, Grey's Anatomy's like ER. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, other way around. No, it's true. I mean, time flies and people forget fast. You know, now everybody's talking about these new shows and you're like, wait a minute, but these shows back in the day started, you know, they were the ones that, 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 that took chances, you know, and like opened up the TV world more so people can do take more chances with these you know tv shows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly two things i want to mention to you quickly before i let you go manny and obviously just outside of third watch uh, i'm also a big homeland fan and uh i just rewatched the scenes that you did when you were were in homeland um and, and obviously getting to work with uh damien lewis so kind of closely i mean w- what was that experience like because i mean obviously homeland hugely popular uh show you know thoroughly you know awarded and just yeah obviously you know damien lewis claire dane sort of in those early seasons just so great uh, but I mean, that must have been a fun experience to to be in that show. It was an uh, another amazing experience in my career. First of all, the crew in that show was amazing. We shot those episodes out in uh, Puerto Rico. Wow! Uh, they used Puerto Rico for Venezuela, and uh, that character was such oh my god! That character is such a great badass guy. <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> such a badass dude, and. Uh, um, I had an amazing time working with the actors. Amazing, uh, um, you know. I, I I was hoping they bring that character back. I was like, please go shoot more in Venezuela so the character can come back. <laughs> but um, as in the storyline, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I had an amazing time, and I just enjoyed playing that bad guy or just bad guys in general. Because bad guys always have more fun, don't they? Like you know, they no, they do, they do, and they, you know, you can just bring if you can find the heart in them make them more uh, human, you know. People would really fall for these bad guys, you know. Mm, mm. The other one I wanted to quickly mention too is uh, Discovered, and uh, I, I'm sure like this is brought up sometimes, I'm not too sure, but you, you were in a Will Smith film clip uh, just when he was kind of uh, <laughs> starting off, back sort of post Men in Black, was just cruising, if I'm not mistaken, that was a song, right? I mean, how, exactly. how was it working on a Will Smith <laughs> film clip? <laughs> That was crazy, dude. That was one of my first gigs in this business. I, it was like a music video, uh, just cruising. I played this Vato guy or whatever. Um, it was fun, you know. Um, I guess Will Smith at the time wasn't the Will Smith that we know now, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was fun, you know. It was uh, It's stuff that we do, uh, moving up the ladder, you know, trying to get the next gig. But I, I had a good time. We shot in L.A. and, you know. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, just for let you go, I mean, what's on the, the agenda now for you, Manny? I mean, uh, by all means, please give us give us some plugs. What, what are you working on? What's out there? You know, can our, can our listeners, social media, can, where can they where can they kind of keep track of uh, what's going on in the, the life and career of Manny Perez? Oh, no, that's great. Well, you know, I have uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and my name on that is uh, Manny Perez1. Uh, Many Perez one on, on Instagram and Twitter, but in regards to my career now, I actually finished a, a show, a series uh, called Big Dogs. Uh, it's an amazing show, amazing show. We shot it in New York City. Um, it's about basically uh, end of bad cops in New York, and one guy and the character's name. You're gonna laugh. The character's name is Sixto Santiago. <laughs> so, so he's a detective who's trying to uh, figure out, uh, you know, why everybody around him is corrupt except him <laughs> and how, 
in the storyline, society or his, yeah, society changes him to be a bad guy and he's fighting not to. And that's where the story takes takes place. It's in, very interesting. Brilliant. Sounds interesting. I, I, I like to kind of watch shows like that, that, you know, the same actor, say, sort of playing a similar role or pretty much has the same character name as a show or movie I like and just kind of imagine that, you know, you're still the same Santiago from third, what you've just kind of like developed and this is what's happened over time, <laughs> you know, what, 12, exactly. 13 years after third watch. So, you know, kind of, I'm, I'll watch it and I'll, I'll think that. How does that sound? <laughs> no, that sounds great. Actually, it's so true because exactly what it is, he's more mature now, but, you know, he's being tempted to be a bad guy. He's trying not to. So it's very interesting. Right, right. Well, we'll definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. And by all means, man, it's been a massive pleasure having you uh, here on the show to kind of reminisce about, obviously, Third Watch and other roles that you've been in, mate. And uh, we'll keep an eye out for Big Dogs. We'll keep an eye out for everything else. But uh, really appreciate your time here on the Oz Network today, mate. And uh, thanks very much for speaking with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And uh, cheers. Fantastic chat there with Manny. Really do appreciate his time here on the show. And uh, thanks also to his uh, management, his agent, for helping arrange that interview with us as well. We have some other interviews still to come. Of course, if you missed our Kim Raver episode last week, please download it. It's a fantastic chat. You know, my fanboy of Third Watch is massive. And getting to speak to Kim Raver obviously made that incredibly uh, satisfactory for me as a fan of uh, this show. Uh, but also coming up uh, next week, we're going to be speaking to Yvonne jung Ivava, who, of course, played uh, Holly Levine on Third Watch. And it's it's a real shame to me that she was never officially credited as a main cast member because she really does feel like she was a main cast member, even though she never was on the uh, the official list. But, uh, of course, also married to Anthony Ivava, uh, played Carlos on the show for all six seasons, who we've had on the show before. So uh, that will be next week. Uh, in this position, but also, of course, in regards to other shows uh, outside of Third Watch. If you're a Lost fan, you're a Nip Tuck fan, we've got other ones coming your way. So just stay tuned to our website, social media. The website, of course, being theoznetwork.net. Social media, just search for The Oz Network on Facebook and Twitter. You will find us. We're also on Instagram, and we're also on YouTube. So by all means, connect with us there, and remember to subscribe. We're mainly on iTunes, of course, but Spotify and Stitcher if you're not an Apple user, and we would really appreciate your time. If you wish to leave us a review, that would mean the world to us. But uh, once again, thanks to Manny. Thanks to his management. Thanks to you for listening. My name is Ben. This has been The Oz Network, and we'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.